good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're listening from. I know there's a challenge with time zone, right? My guest is out of Canada, is hailing from Canada. I've been to Canada once, and, and that's Newfoundland. And Newfoundland, the time zone not even different from Toronto. I, I, I'm like, really? And, you know, far different from Jamaica, um, as we know. My guest, we are Jamaicans, so we understand each other. And we got to have a chit-chat as it relates to his book. And the title of it, you, you, you would have noticed, you know. But look, we're talking about marriage. And this thing about marriage and divorce is critical because it seems as if most of us, we, we get married, we divorce. You know, things happen in society. It, it, it's a part of society, this marriage and divorce dynamic. But there is there is a, a number of there are a number of countries that that divorce is very high, extremely high. And these countries include Russia and it includes Belgium and, and, and some other countries to, to name a few. China as well, Cuba involved, Ukraine, Denmark. But guess what happened? Denmark actually tie with United States in terms of the, the number of divorce. But I've been doing some reading and I realized that less people tend to be getting divorced now, you know, less couples tend to be getting divorced now. And also you're finding that less marriages, you know, going on. In the 1920s and 1940s, I realized while I was reading that marriages were, were extremely high and it gets filtered down, you know, um, as, as, as it comes to, to the, the you know contemporary years and it, it tells me that more people are well less people are getting married less people getting divorced so i don't know <laughs> what what my guest will do with that statistics and um in fact i i, I also read that in terms of the the lowest divorce in the world saint vincent is in that can you imagine peru um south africa um colombia Ireland and Malta is involved in that. And it's really, really interesting that the happiest country, the happiest country in the world, right, includes Finland. And Finland is also in that high divorce rate. And I don't know how we combine the happy, happy and marriage. And, you know, I'm just playing with that for a while. My guest will talk to us about that. Um, is Leon Burger, um, you know, pastor, and he had written a book that they, they look. The title of that book is very interesting, and he will talk to us more about the title of that book. It, it can be ambiguous in terms of the meaning because it's saying, Hey, think before you say I do. Really? What that means, I don't know. <laughs> let's let him, Pastor, let's talk about that. Pastor Burger. <laughs> Grace and peace. How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing great, Doc. Nice, nice. I'm doing wonderful, and um, it's interesting as you mm -hmm. lay out the statistic. And what I would first, I would just want to greet everyone. It doesn't matter whatever time zone you're watching this program. It will be a life changing for you. Thank you, thank and you. And as I listen to the statistic, yeah. the first thing I want to say, mm -hmm. 
marriage was created by God. And what, what I want the viewers to understand, consider a Toyota creator vehicle. Yeah. So Toyota have the blueprint for the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So because Toyota have the blueprint for the vehicle and Toyota know how, how they place everything. Right. And how everything should function. So that meaning, if you carry certain thing to Chrysler, Chrysler make and fix it. Yeah. But until you take it to the dealer who have the blueprint and follow the prescribed detail yeah. of the manual, that's where the problem come in. And you know that you know, Pastor. <laughs> we, we, got, we, we got to look at. I love that because. There's a thing that I have here, the biblicalization of marriage. And that mm -hmm. speaks to it. But you know, I want to ask you first, before I go into the meat of the matter, who is All right. Leon Bogle? Who, who are you? Who is Leon, who is Leon Bogle? Yeah. Le Leon Bogle was born in Jamaica, West Indies. The ninth of the ten children of my father and my mother. And I migrate over 30 years here in Canada, I, will, I gave my life to the Lord over about 26 to 27 years ago since I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and then the Lord began to minister to me and I've served in the capacity. First and foremost, I was serving just as a servant, yeah. um, just helping with the small things around the church. Mm. until God um, began to use me in different ministry. I was in the prayer ministry. Then I teach Sunday school. Yeah. And then from Sunday school, I begin to minister. And from ministering, then I become the assistant pastor. And then eventually, I become the senior pastor. And from that, I was led yeah. by the Lord to... um to start I am blessed ministry yeah. um, over the last five years. Right. I am happily married to my wife. July 18 coming, it would be 25 years. Wow. What do you call that? Silver? It's silver, right? Uh, that's what my wife told me. That, <laughs> yeah. that it's silver. It, it, it is silver. So you start and to get medal faster. Yes. That's what she told me that to make sure that yeah. you have a big medal <laughs> yes yeah. and, and so i have five children um two was before i gave my life to christ yeah. so i had two children um yeah. before i gave my life to christ and my other three children which is um one son and two daughter they are from my wife and the yeah. other two was from other prior relationship yeah. and a marriage okay. before i came to christ yeah. so um and so i'm currently serving mm -hmm. um as the senior pastor a very striving church mm -hmm. and really god have used me even the book is a small part god have used me yeah. to heal people from even four stage cancer the last right. person wow. at least yeah. four person have received healing the power um, of God. Yes, through the, the power, power of God. The, the power of God, Pastor. And I know yeah. this is Can You Take Exploration. You're a topic in the podcast. 
I am Dr. Yes. Chanute White. And Pastor, I, I'd like to find out about your, your childhood um, growing up in Jamaica. Talk to us a little about that. <laughs> okay. My childhood in Jamaica is very interesting. Yeah. Because my, my father was a police officer. Okay. And so my father was a counselor to he counsel many of the people. Yeah. And my mother was totally different. My mother was a businesswoman. But my father and my mother never ever get along. Yeah. If, if my father said this is white, mm -hmm. you can guarantee that my mother said yeah. this is black. Mm. Even when it's clear. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. Yeah. Um, my mother swear a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my father had a drinking problem, but he was very intelligent man. Oh, yeah. But he had a drinking problem. And so even myself, um, I had this drinking problem till I gave okay. my life to the Lord and I was delivered. So in a nutshell, that's my background. Yeah, cool. cool. You know, I smile just now, Pastor, because my father was an alcoholic as well, a serious alcoholic. Wow. And, and wow. um, he was intelligent. That is when I smile when you said that. Because the man was so intelligent. I figure I, I got that from him. But you know, but, yes. you know, I don't know the intelligence. <laughs> but but I, I tried not to drink though. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, a very intelligent man, you know. Yeah. But um, look, there there are a number of things that we're gonna talk about. But mm -hmm. I know that your book, your book, think again before you say I do. It's ambiguous, Pastor. When I when right. I saw that, I was saying, what is Pastor trying to imply? Is Pastor saying, hey? Don't get married. Just think and, and you know, just think before you get married and just forget the marriage thing. Or okay, just <laughs> get informed so that you can, you know, enter this this um this union um with some sort of know-how and, and understand what's going on there. Just talk to us about the conceptual aspect of your book. The conceptual aspect of the book is with the understanding. If you do not know how something operate and have the knowledge of its function, you can never succeed in that. Because it's by knowledge and wisdom things is established. So the word of God said in Hosea chapter 4, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. When I got saved, man of God, I discovered that people enter into marriage yeah. without really understanding what is marriage, what is the role, what is expected from a husband, from a wife, and what, again, we come back to, what does God say about it? And yeah. then begin to see do you and this person share the same values? Because remember, most people get married. Sometimes men got married for the, for the beauty. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. And women sometimes get married for security. Yeah. None of these things will last if there is not a fundamental understanding that as it said in Amos chapter 3 verse 3, how can two walk together if they are not in agreement? Yeah. So sometimes people married over sentiment yeah. and after sentiment disappear and then they begin to see that what do we really have in common? They never um, think again to see do we um, have the same understanding about money? Yeah. Do we have the same conviction about the word of God? And so and so on. So think again is saying, um, make sure you are knowledgeable for what you're about to step into okay. because this should be a lifetime decision so you should be well informed but the bible said marriage is honorable and the bed is not defiled and it should not enter ill advisable so god is telling every human being that get married you should be well informed that yeah. you don't say oh my god i never know that this was expected of me and this is what i saw when i came into the church yeah. that you said, what is this? Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, that's what the book is for. But it's not only for that. Yeah. I share my life story about okay. my wife and myself and how um, we were facing divorce. Mm -hmm. And facing divorce, I talk about it in my book. Yeah. That I say to my wife at that time that it was, um, it was very hard to say. And anyone saw my wife, she is, and she was was then too. Very beautiful woman. And I said, look, I have two children. And I have a relationship that ended in a divorce before I, I came to Christ. Is that your wife? Yes, this is my wife. This is my <laughs> wife. That's my oxygen. All That's right, my all right. oxygen. That's my oxygen. Those of you watch, those of you listening may not be able to see, but yes, she is beautiful. Yes, she's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so I um doctor consider this. I say to my wife, listen, I said, I love you so much, but I said, until we are able to understand and function yeah. in a way that will make this last, I said to her, You have to take birth control. Yeah. I don't want any more children into this world without understanding yeah. that I can understand you and you can understand me and we can live a life that brings glory. So the book Think Again is not only for those who are um, married, but okay. it is for those who even think that God can't save yeah. their marriage. We thought for six years that it wasn't going to work and yeah. out of our marriage i'm telling you something and i pray that this will be um for some of the audience yeah out of it um my first son the lord told me prophetically mm -hmm. before my wife pregnant when yeah. the lord said to me i was reading i was reading in genesis yeah um joseph's story and the lord said to me doctor you will have a son and his name you shall call him Ephraim. I am going to make you beautiful in the land of your affliction. When my son came, 
Hallelujah. My son came. He's here with me. This guy is a gift from God. Yeah. My life changed, our life changed, and my wife and I, now we are working, she's the worship leader, and we are working hand in hand in the ministry. So what I'm saying, yeah, even many people that are struggling, a lot of things is, if you get an inside knowledge, can yeah. remember Proverbs chapter 11 said, it's by knowledge the righteous is delivered, by knowledge. So it's knowledge of how marriage should be. Knowledge of knowing your wife. Yeah. Knowledge of your spouse knowing you. Yeah. That's begin the key. Yeah. And see each other as supposed to help to bring the best out of each other. So yeah. in a nutshell, you begin to see oh my right. life. So my son, every yeah. time I look at him, I remember God have made me beautiful. Yeah. I prayed for many that will watch this and yeah. considering divorce. Yeah. I am a marital counsel too. Okay. And I'm telling you, I have God have he helped me to restore many people marriage when they heard my situation. Right. And and they heard my situation. I was able to help them to bring restoration. So I'm able to say there is still hope. There is oh. still hope. So Pastor. That, that's that's the reason for you to write this book i suspect the, the, the challenges that in your situation in your yes life. my situation and, and my and my growing up seeing right. that my brother said to my my brother said to my my dad mm -hmm. and this was over 40 years ago right and he said to my dad what were you thinking of when you're married to mom and that thought was lying dormant in me yeah Till when I came and I I was thinking, my wife and I, yeah. we was thinking it wouldn't work. And I was walking around and I saw this book came down before me. Think again before you say you do. And then God began to, to filter it in me. And God began to show me how to deal with marriage and how to deal with things. And I'm telling you, doctor, yeah. I counsel a couple from Oklahoma City mm -hmm. when they heard about me and okay. the grace mm -hmm. of God that is upon my life. Yeah. So the wife said, when, when I spoke to both of them, so I said, what's the chance of your, your marriage? She said, I said, from one to 10. She yeah. said, minus five, this won't work. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so I said, I guarantee you, if you love God, um, God will use me to change it. Mm -hmm. God is my witness. When I counsel them twice, yeah. I counsel them. It changed and she said she is in love with her husband. Wow. And it was at seven to eight. Yeah. So I begin to understand. Lots of time, hurt cover love. But yeah. it's not that people, as many times people say they fall out of love. It's the soul that hurt mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. And when yeah. you can bring healing, you yeah. discover that the same original person is there. Is yeah. only the earth that if you know how to deal with stuff, yeah. you can restore back the joy of your salvation and the joy of your marriage. It, so you I know, know that lots of people, <laughs> lots you know, of people you know, like me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying some good stuff here. But I, I saw on social media, you know, this lady 
she had a video. She was saying in Jamaica, I don't want a broke man. I'm a broke already. You understand that. But what she was saying is that I do not want any man who doesn't have money because mm -hmm. I do not have money. That's what she, she was saying, people who don't understand the part of Right? But, but mm -hmm. look, 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 Pastor. I wondered when I heard that. Where's the love? I mean, mm -hmm. is that you want this man for the money? You understand that concept, right? Mm -hmm. But but where's the love? So think again before you say I do. Is it practical? When you preach that, Pastor, is it practical? A number of these men too, not only ladies, who they're getting married for something else. It's a rush thing. It's not a think again thing. I don't want to think again. Is that practical? So, so when you see um, things like that, we must not marry for just one thing. Okay. We must marry for we have a vision of what our future can be together. Because the Bible said, anything that is going to last must be tested. So the same man that is working the money, if he allow himself to fall into that trap, remember things can happen. So you want someone to love you for who you are not for what you have because what you have something can happen and that means if they love you for things and there is a tragedy happen for example you lose your job are you meeting an accident what going to become what going to become so so remember love is actually a commitment so it's a commitment to love you in the good time, in the challenging time, and one make up their mind, that both persons make up their mind. Above all, yeah. when I look around the world, I chose you. So you become my Mr. and Mrs. Universe. You know that, That's you what know, it should be. You know, Pastor, they talk about challenging <laughs> times. And that yes. you know, moved me to the next question. There are some inherent challenges that will face marriages, no matter what you do, there are mm -hmm. going to be challenges. Mm -hmm. What are some of those challenges? What I have discovered, the Bible said, the righteous see danger ahead and escape. In my counseling and pastoring people, mm -hmm. there are things that if people go through premarital counsel they would have solved some of the problem i remember i was counseling a, part, a couple and i said to them god saying you guys are want to sign the covenant and then you fill in the blank yeah. and i said god said this is very dangerous yeah. Yeah. so some of the problem that mainly i can say in counseling people over 10 years if they went through a counseling with someone like myself, yeah. they would have discovered that they are not a good fit. But Pastor, real talk, real talk, <laughs> real talk, as we say in Jamaica. Yes. It, it, they don't matter. It, it, the, the man is saying, oh, I love this woman, you know, physically. I'd love to be with her for the rest mm -hmm. of my life. 
right? The, the, the mm -hmm. woman said, hey, this man have something, you know, I, I feel secure with him and so on. So I don't even want to hear anything. I just want mm -hmm. it to be done. These are the reason why we have the problem in marriage. Yeah. Because after a person get marriage, and that is more emotionally, yeah. they are charged up. Yeah. After a while, reality sinks, sinks in. And then now you see that this rich man that you married to is never home. You have children. I have a couple that I'm dealing with right now yeah. that get caught into the same trap right now. And she said, Pastor, a lot of things what you was trying to explain, I see. Have the big house, yeah. the vehicle and everything. And those things was driving now when she has the children, she feel empty. So what I can say to that woman, yeah. that thing that this going to make everything, money can enhance happiness. That's the reality. But I'm telling you, when you begin to have children and the spouse is not home, you have to do this and you have to do that. There is going to be a longing in your heart that the money cannot fill because it was meant to be filled by that specific person yeah. so you're going to find emotional cheating yeah. and all of these things so you're going to have money and have things but you're still lonely and empty trust me i have seen this yeah so again think again i'm think again i'm not saying you should just run and marry anyone yeah. without any substance mm -hmm. but that cannot be the only reason right because you are you will head for trouble i've seen this women i've seen this i see have to counsel people and pray for them for anxiety and fear and they even feel like i don't even want to live and they have everything you need someone the same person said to me, I would rather have a smaller home, have my husband home, and we are happy together. And we can spend time with the children and with each other, and we grow. They would have trade in that for the big house and the Mercedes Benz. Yeah. But, but these but are know, the things that I see. Yeah, and those are some of the challenges. But why can't we escape some? Because when two people get married, um, Pastor, is it inevitable that they will they will argue, they will have differences, and they will they they, they will mount each other? Mm -hmm. Is that is that something that is inescapable? Let uh, I mean, it's it's so interesting that uh, that you asked that question. Yeah, actually, I had a session that I I I spoke on it from two point of view that yes and no mm -hmm. reason why yes and no um if each person see the institution as marriage mm -hmm. as ordained by god and understand that 
what God expects from the husband and what God expects from the wife. One of my talking points in my church, my wife is a recipient of me loving God. And I say to them, everything that I do for the people of God, they are beneficiary of loving God. So if we see the institution ordained by God, and this is the role that God said the husband should play, the wife should play, that should minimize it very low. When that is fully understood, that whatever I do, I'm doing it unto the Lord. I say to them, this is one of the sad things to say, it is normal. I show them the fruit of the spirit to say, look, reason why we argue is maybe spiritually we are not compatible. That's one. Culturally, we were told that it's normal to quarrel. But if we walk in the spirit, we can minimize these things. So notice what they're quarreling over. Many times they're quarreling over things again that if we understand the word of God, it should be different. So yes, it's natural. Why it's natural? Because most times we are creatures that do not follow the biblical way of doing things. And so it's natural when we are in the flesh. It's never natural when you're in the spirit not to love. Because the fruit of the spirit. So where argument come from? So I, I was able to challenge the couple and say, show to them and say, look, argument come out of the flesh. Yeah. So it's when we in the flesh. And I said, both spouse, if they are loving God, whenever they argue, they should be able to say, this does not depict who we are. So it should never be accepted as normal if we really understand God. Mm-hmm. Yes, it happened, but if I am upset with my wife yeah. and my wife is upset with me over something mm-hmm. about what God said, it's a technical problem that she would be opposing God in all yeah. God say. So the reality comes down. It's, it's happened and it should never be accepted from a child of God as just normal. When we sin, it should never be normal. Mm-hmm. When I don't love my wife as Christ loved the church, yeah. I should never accept it as okay. I yeah. should have some remorse about that. When my wife does not show that submission to me as her husband, as unto the Lord, she should have a conviction from the Holy Ghost. So this is what the problem, we fall out of love with God. And when we fall out of love with God, we will fall out of love with people. Because it said the love of God constrain us. When I love my wife and you love your wife, and the both of us love God, it said, his commandment is not too grievous. He who loves me keep my word. So sometimes I challenge God people to rise them to a higher level. To say, look, if we walk in the spirit and we fully understand how, that's one of the parts in my book said, how yeah. do we make decisions? Like for myself, doctor. Yeah. When I have 
when I just get married, my wife and myself, we talk about money. Yeah. We talk about money and I said, honey, okay. By God's standard, mm -hmm. a man should work and take care of his family. Yeah. Because of what we desire as a family, the house we desire and stuff, you have to help me work. So now it not our, it's not my money, it's our money. The first person after we put God first in tithing and giving, the first person that get money to spend on themselves is my wife. Why? Because yeah. my wife is helping me in my role. Mm -hmm. So the first person that get money to spend her on herself, to beautify her in whatever way, is my wife. So I follow the protocol of heaven. Yeah. You are helping me because I am the one who's supposed to yeah. take care of you and everything. So I really believe within the body of Christ. And I first make sure I wash my wife's feet. Oh, yeah. Not the other way around and I tell him that's culture. He said, love your wife as Christ love your church. My, I, I show my, my son them and say, I wash my wife's feet first. Yeah, yeah. I saw into my wife's life what I like to see. Many men, um, and this is where culture come in and culture messed up the kingdom. Right. Whenever Jesus looked and said, think about it. Jesus was God. God was Jesus in the flesh. And yeah. God looked and he looked at humanity. And he said, one thing, I can cast out demon, raise the dead. But one thing I couldn't, I couldn't change with human being. He said, you have made the tradition of your father. Make yeah. the word of God have no yeah. effect. But Pastor, so, you know, you know, <laughs> interesting though, when you have biblical, biblicalizing marriage. And, and you know, it, it's it's a it's a good concept. I, I I came up with that sort of term, biblicalizing marriage, because I yeah. You know, marriage can be biblicalized. Um, you're listening to Can You Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I am Dr. Ken Youth White speaking to Leon <laughs> Pastor, and I'm, I'm reaching to you out of Miramar, Florida, and Pastor is in Canada. But you know, the, the, the book is in a very interesting book. In a, I like the cover as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cover as well. You know, those of you who are listening on your favorite podcast platform may not be able to see it. So I invite you after listening to, to go over to the YouTube channel, Can Youth Exploration, and, and you'll be able to see it. Hey, Pastor, there's a yes. question I, I, I'd like to ask you. I want your, your views on some of these things, right? Because yes. some person would yes, say that marriage is 95% legal and 5% spiritual. What they're saying is that, um, hey, it's all about um, the courts. And if I have to marry, then divorce and, and go to court to divorce. Therefore, it's a legal issue. It's not a God thing. I should be able to just then pray and say, God, the finish of the marriage. Or, you know, I just don't finish the marriage. But it's a lot of legality in marriages and, 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 and less spirituality. What do you have to say about that? Well, um, let's look at it. Whether a person believes in God or not, we are a spiritual being. Having a human experience. The word human coming from you, miss, meaning spirit in a body. Mm -hmm. So, regardless whether a person, anyone is listening, you are a spirit in a body. Right. So, that's number one. So, the reality is we have all different kind of marriage because we have all different kind of beliefs. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So some married for convenience. Some marry and they say, like what you were saying, doctor, before. Yeah. As long as I get the money and I get certain things, I'm good. It doesn't matter what happened. Mm -hmm. So we we have so much different dynamics and different things that are going on. So the reality is, divorce, when we look at divorce, again, from a worldly perspective, is a different standard. Mm -hmm. They run back. Yeah. So the standard of the world is it could be that way. Mm -hmm. When we look from the standard again, so we look at the standard of the world that God is not expecting the same thing from the unbeliever as the believer. Right. Mm -hmm. It is just a reality because um they have they don't have Christ in them to give them strength. So when we look at the unbeliever, whatever, however, and many of them are still have good marriages too. There are many people that are not Christian that have great marriage and great family. I want to make it clear. Mm -hmm. Great marriage, great family. But yet still they build it on this Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Okay. How can two walk together if they're not in agreement? Okay. So many people, although they are not Christian, they build it whether on their culture or whatever belief system. So they build it in that reason. And so when you say spiritual from the standpoint of being spiritual, we are a spirit being in God's kingdom. Everything is spiritual. Okay. Everything is spiritual. So if we look at it from that perspective, everything is spiritual. He said, whatever you do, you do it unto the Lord. Sex is spiritual before yeah. God. Yeah. You and I is talking, it's spiritual. Right. You are taking out your wife to dinner. It's spiritual. So it depends on one evaluate spirituality. That's one of the things that I say to um, the people of God. We have limited spirituality to speaking in tongues and lift our hands in church. But being spiritual is to able to conduct oneself in a godly manner in their everyday life. That is spiritual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and interesting, but, but but why is it that it has to be legal? And, and and persons are saying, I've heard it out there, so I'm putting it to you. Why is it that if it's so godly, if it's so spiritual, why so much of the law is mixed up into this thing? The, the, the law, <laughs> the, the law is there as Jesus said to, um, we go back to the Author yeah. of marriage. Jesus looked unto them and said, when they asked him concerning this same topic, marriage and remarriage, mm -hmm. he said from the beginning, it was never so. But the hardness of the heart, why God tell Moses to go ahead and do it? What mm -hmm. he was saying from the beginning, God's intention was that people will get married. Yeah. And it would last. So yeah. the law came to give man, in a sense, what they want. Mm. But not necessarily what God desires for them. <laughs> so the law is second best. Yeah. Think about it. The more I think about these things and I show people. When they say, when who God joined together, let no man put asunder. Mm. 
Mm. I tell them lots of time, the re one of the reasons I get doctor. God didn't join 90% of the people together. <laughs> yeah. They joined themselves together. Oh. I say to them, I say to them, I ask them this question, I ask you viewer. If God is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, he said in Isaiah chapter 46, verse 10, knowing the beginning from the end before it began, my counsel can stand. When God is bringing two people together, it's because he see their life play all together before him and bring glory to his name. Yeah. So we have to come to the place where we see. Yeah. We make choices because we are free moral agent. We yeah. make choices and we have to stop mix up God in this. I said, think about it. if this is the best God can do. Yeah, yeah. So we have to take God out of the mess and said, we have make our own mess. Yeah. We have make our own choice. But that's the reason why I said, if a man find a wife, he find a good thing, obtain favor from God. Yeah. So he said, you're not even capable of finding it, the wife. Think about that, doctor. Yeah, he said, you and I, not capable of finding <laughs> But you know, you know something, a lot of, um, <laughs> right, what they do, right? They keep going into the same, the same sort of um, situation. Getting married to the same type of person. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Over and over again. And, and there's a thing that we call in psychology, I'm in psychology, Pastor, right? right. Mm -hmm. That we call um, repetitive relationship right syndrome and, and it mm -hmm. speaks to persons going into the same type of romantic patterns again <laughs> and again even when mm -hmm. the partners all exhibit the same mm -hmm. sort of traits that they that had trampled them before what, what's going on there what what are your views on that there are many things could be going on sometimes people this is where i say to people again this is where sometimes people have things that they need counseling and deliverance mm -hmm. because people can have a perverted spirit right mm -hmm. and they need deliverance and they need counsel so they could have a perverted spirit and they said hurt people hurt people yeah. so that's the reason why i say to people if you never deal with your past you'll bring it into your future yeah. So what I would say to folks like those, seek a good counselor and seek someone who have insight to understand that you can counsel a demon if yeah. there's a demon there. Yeah. They have to be delivered. Yeah. So you need to go to a counselor that is filled with the spirit to able to discern if there is a spirit that is at work mm -hmm. that is causing you to repeat this mm -hmm. and so they counsel you they pray for you and they break the soul tie mm -hmm. and make sure you are healthy and ready mm -hmm. this is the one of the way to minimize it but yeah. many times people is still hurting and they are emotional and have low self-esteem and all of these things so i will say many of these people need help and they need to know that they need help before they make the next step. Yeah. So, so they, you know, that, that, see the red flag and know that, hey, can't keep doing right. it. Right. You know, Pastor, there, there's this other concept that, that is called mixed oriented um, marriages. And it's basically mm -hmm. 
um, you know, one party is straight, so to speak, not not homosexual, gay, or lesbian, uh, while the other party is 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 um basically homosexual, a lesbian, or a gay, right? Uh, but they are together. They are together, <laughs> and, and 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 that can be a challenge. What would be your views on? Uh, let, let let me see if I understand. You said yeah, one is straight and one is gay. Right, or bisexual. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, either way. Yeah, yeah. That, that from a standpoint of God, that is totally wrong. Right. Um, so it's it just categorically wrong um, before God. Yeah, yeah. Categorically wrong. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but again, God gives human choice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's not going to take away from them, but categorically that is wrong. Mm -hmm. So that is um, whatever category yeah. You call that, but in 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 God's sight, mm -hmm. not everything that man does, um, they have the approval of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the sight of man, man can call it whatever. In the sight of God, God see that as illegality. Yeah, yeah. He see that as lawlessness. Yeah. He see that as wrong before him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very prevalent around the world where where there there is a copper. But one is basically straight and the other one is, is, is um, bisexual and it creates a lot of challenges. It's called mixed orientation marriage and it creates a lot of stress <laughs> for a lot of people. You know, it, it's, a, it's a real thing in psychology and it goes by stages in terms of the resolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but you know, Pastor, sometimes you need to be spontaneous. You have said that, I've read it somewhere. Yes. In your mm -hmm. marriage and with your family. And you also gave a number, 780-952-3778, persons to call you and, and perhaps. What do you mean and why did you give that number? Well, the reality is I believe that whatever you come out of, God give you a grace. I really believe God give me a grace. Yeah. And there are so much testimony of, of people that God give me a grace to give them um, mm -hmm. counseling and help them and bring restoration. So God give me a grace. So that's why I give the number that yeah. if you yeah. watch this broadcast yeah. and you are struggling, what make Pastor Vogel very effective mm -hmm. is the reality to, to able to counsel you and you're able to discern what spirit may at, at work in your life. Yeah. And able to show you the way into restoration. Right. And into bringing laughter and restoration in your marriage. It's such a joy for me. So that's why I give my number. Yeah. So continuity basically means that, hey, um, just do something off the bat. Hey, yes. surprise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> right. Men so and women don't like do. surprises, you know. Yes. Men and women do not like surprises, Pastor. My wife does. <laughs> uh, lots of time I do it like I, um, like recently I just went out and I bought a nice bouquet of flowers and I right. brought it in. And she said, so what did I do to deserve it? I said, nothing. And sometimes I would just, okay, um, she's a nurse. Yeah. And I would just say, okay, I'm going to fix something nice for her. 
and I and I like it. So I would say this what I would say, Doc. Um my next book that is coming out is There is a Pathway to Everyone Art. Yeah. I want the listener to hear it is coming out. There yeah. is a pathway to everyone art. So I know the pathway to my wife. Art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when that book come out, it's going to be a stellar. It it has so much in um information in it. Um, one of the ladies said to me, So, Pastor, why is it just these kind of things? Like you are you just a like you are a lover boy or what it is is everything about coming from you is about love and relationship i said whatever god bring you out of he grace you to be a blessing to other yeah. so i can say to them um that book that is coming up it's going to be awesome yeah. so i discover the pathway to my wife art and when you discover the pathway and you make yourself irreplaceable I am irreplaceable and God teach me how to do that. If yeah. you are irreplaceable in someone's life, my wife can't go anywhere. Where? Yeah. He can't find anyone like me. It, it's a cliche, <laughs> Pastor. I always say that um, our adversities are not caused. It's my else. adversity yeah, that, that work for me. All yes. things work together for good. Yeah, you know, but you know, <laughs> I, I have this question for you. I'm sure based on the title of your book of my audience wants to know this um did you think before you say i do no i didn't <laughs> in the shortest answer my wife was just stunning just like every man yeah. every other man yeah. i saw her and um actually i wasn't even saved okay. so i will climb would have climbed the moon for her <laughs> I'm just being honest to yeah, you. That's all right. No, that's she, cool. yeah. she was a Christian and, and everything. And and so I, I would <laughs> there is nothing that I wouldn't do for her. Yeah, yeah. So I got trapped in that. Yeah. But thanks be to God, I was delivered by his grace. Yeah, so the challenge God. is the reality. I am just I start out like many others. I get was captivated by by her her yeah. long tall hair and her bold eyes and beautiful face like god draw out and rubbed out the mistake you know what <laughs> like god and rub out the mistake she was simple irresistible so but after i discovered this? when was this 25 years ago? this happened in um i met her about 1996 and we get married about two 1998 okay <laughs> so that's the reason why I, my testimony doctor is so yeah. interested because i get caught in the cycle yeah. i've just been you are simple the best you can't do anything wrong i, I want you to send some <laughs> messages to some to some individuals in terms of category the first category i'd like you to to, to, to send message to those persons who are about to say i do um what what's the message that you have for those persons who are about to say i do next month next year they're planning the wedding what's your message i would say to them if you see red flag and listen to this if you have discovered something that you cannot live with and you believe that it's going to change when you get married 
think again. Think again if you don't see finance the same way. Think again if you don't see in law the same way. Think again if you don't believe the same thing about the word of God. And I would say, seek yourself a good counselor. And if you don't have one, I have a program that okay. if you call me, okay, you will see that it's worth paying a few dollars than the headache yeah. of sleepless night and end up in a divorce court. Ask yourself that. Okay. So remember next. what you don't know, someone else know. And what you can see, someone else can can see. Talk to the husband now. Talk to the <laughs> husband. I would say to the husband, make sure when you are thinking, like myself, all of you see my wife, make sure you understand marriage. You are, it said for this reason, a man should leave his father and mother. Notice what I have discovered. He didn't say a boy should leave his father and mother. So that means it's telling me I can be at a certain age and I'm still acting like a boy. A boy sees sex. A man sees this is a lifestyle. I'm taking on responsibility and fully understand what I'm going into. So for this cause, a man leaves his father and his mother to cling to the woman he loves and they become one. So really think about it. Are you driven for sex, for pleasure? If that is what you're driven by, you will find out not too long you want to go on to be with someone else and someone else. All right. Let it be more than physical beauty. Talk to the wife now. To the wife, yeah. I will say, remember, you are a helpmeet. You are coming in this and you must come that to help to bring out the best in the man. Notice his help to become the best. And if the woman come with intention, I'm coming to help you to be the best that God desire for you. And the man see from that perspective that they are coming with the right mindset. If we don't have the right mindset towards things, we will be thinking in different direction. And so we can never end up together. We may sleep together, but never end up together because our minds are in different direction. <laughs> hey, Sleeping together, but your mind is totally <laughs> apart. Yeah, your mind is, you know, um, your mind is on the other side of, of, of yes, of town. right, right, sir, right, other side of town. So we need to to able. And one of the things that I must say, yeah. I want people to listen to me, who are who are married right now. When you just get married, the passion and everything, this is the reason why you have to move from emotional loving to intentional 
loving, intentional. So that meaning, when you just get married, you know, everything was just, hey, but now you have to be intentional. Intentional to go to the restaurant. Intentional to go to holiday. Intentional to spend time together. Intentional to make sure whatever you use to get the person, you keep on doing it. So intentional in a lot of things rather than emotional. So you have to move from emotional to intentional and to keep the fire going. Many people is married by emotional. And then they said the fire is gone. No, become intentional. And then you begin to see. Uh, like I said, for me, what I do, I go to the laundry store, lingerie store, yeah. and you buy lingerie. Yeah. You upgrade yourself. Yeah. You make yourself irresistible. Yeah. You, if, if it's, you, your wife loves certain hairstyle, you go just do that hairstyle for, for yeah. her. Yeah, if he love, yeah. if your husband learns certain things. So you see why why I said they, they called me a, a, a pastor of love. Because when I preach sometimes, they, um, they, they say fire in the place. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning when they, when they go home, I just set them up for, for great action. Hey, because if you know to keep the fire burning, yeah. you have, have to, to know and it's intentional. You will never right. keep nothing going. Right. Because right. life has its challenges again. So then there has to be discipline and intention in yeah. order to keep the fire going. All right, Hallelujah. Have, Your husband still love you. You still love you. Your husband. Become intentional and things will turn around. Right. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Can You Exploration. You're talking a podcast. Uh, nice to nice to have you. Enjoy the talk, and I am sure that uh, my audience will will learn from it. Thank you for coming, sir. You are most welcome. And remember, I'm a marital coach, and if you need help, just call my number. God Thank bless. You. Shalom. Thank you, sir. That was Pastor Morgan. Right, he has a lot to say, but we have to finish. Right, at, at, we we almost a one hour, and um, you know, you will see his his um link in the description of this episode. Touch base with him now, as we say in Jamaica. Right, he's a Jamaican. He's in Canada now. He's a pastor in Canada. I am yelling out to you from Miramar, Florida, on Canute Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I am Doctor Canute White. Check the link in the description of this episode so that you can link up with pastor thanks for listening and goodbye